0: Kingdom Speak listeners, big topics today. Let's talk about heaven and hell and separation and being together. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. good morning, good afternoon, good evening. In your office on the road, wherever you are joining us from, YouTube. And your lazy boy. Spotify. Apple yep. Podcasts. Yes. North America, South America. Europe. Oh, yeah. Asia. Yeah. Africa. Nunavut. Australia. Nah, Australia. No. Australia. Well, Papua New Guinea. Yes. Russia.
1: Yes. Yeah. I'm no, running a Norway.
0: i I failed geography class, so I can't go any further.
1: Mm. All right. Now let's get out of North America. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Wait,
0: there's somewhere besides North America in the yeah. world? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome into Kingdom Speak, everyone. As always, we start out with some digital amens to get this uh, podcast rolling. Get the, uh, the social juices flowing on this <sighs> podcast. So here we go with a review hot off the press. And this one comes from Canada. Ah, the frozen tundra, moose covered, maple yep, syrup
1: yep. dipped, igloo dwelling Canadians. Yes, yes. A five... toque. S- how many? How many people in our audience even know what a toque is? took. Yeah, we need a Kingdoms big toque. Yes, we need a. We would toke. sell it well. We do. Four. Yeah. yeah. Our yeah. listeners in
0: Texas don't need one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might want one. Just, just. This is a novelty item?
1: Well, no, but remember last year when when they had the ice storm and all the windmills. Oh,
2: I felt terrible for them. Energy
1: efficient windmills, iced over, and yeah, yeah, they could use
0: one of our toques. So Bob on Apple Podcasts Canada left us a five star review and said, "Life changing. This podcast has come to my attention in what could only be explained as God ordained timing. A beautiful addition to my morning devotion routine. So thankful for all of the hard work." That goes into this endeavor. Keep up the great work, and I will say oh, to that, Bob. Yeah.
1: Amen. Amen. Hey, I, I am, um, I'm trying to find because Bob interacts with us mm-hmm. on Twitter quite a bit, and Isn't... I thought I read this morning that he is starting a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going down through. Go ahead and. and um, oh, here it is. Here it is. Go ahead. So let's give Bob Richardson mm-hmm. a shout out. Yeah, look him up. Coming soon. So excited, nervous, and anxious, but also prayerful and quite tested. Um, and he goes on, talks a little bit more, but it looks like it is Iron, Sharpening Iron podcast. Beautiful. Look it up. Can you, can you see it? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Great. We we'll love fellow podcasters.
0: We'll listen to Bob. We even gave him some bumper music right there, yeah, Bob, just if you we a, and if bill's listening yeah, yes, <laughs> the, the content yeah. doesn't matter, Bob, apparently, it's all about the bumper music, yes,, yes, yes exactly, <laughs> so just get it right, or else your listeners will just send yeah, you, yeah, bill notes. won't appreciate it, yeah, if you mm. need advice on bumper music, look no further than kingdom Speak, yeah, yeah, we get it, we got it, we got it, so just to let you know what's going on, uh upcoming over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna do a Christmas episode, yes. We have Apostolic Review, who's going to talk about the content that come out in 21. Awesome. Um, exclusive to Apostolics, which is going to be a great discussion. Yes. You'll probably hear about some things that you haven't heard about. Great way to promote authors. Um, so in preparation for that, I thought it would be cool to just send out a, a you know, an all-points bulletin to our listeners. Uh, if you've come across Apostolic content this year... Uh, that you think we should uh, mention on the show with uh, Pastor Bracamonte, send us a note. Uh, it's a great way to leave us, you know, a note online, uh, one of our social media feeds. Um, and, yeah, let's let's have a great episode talking awesome. about apostolic content. Awesome. So with that being said, heaven and hell, it's quite a... It is. Quite an important topic.
1: It is. I had a friend of mine um, mentioned to me a few years ago, Brother Glenn Christopherson said um, that he kept track of topics that he had discussed while preaching mm-hmm. and he, and he found in his, in his years as pa- of pastoring that um, there were times that he kept going back to some topics and shying away from others. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a discussion we had a number of years ago and it really, it really impacted me. And so um I've I've tried to keep track of topics, and we try to do that, mm-hmm. even with the podcast.
0: Do you think most pastors do that? Where you know they look maybe on a yearly basis at what they've preached?
1: Yeah, yeah. they they probably do. I'll mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I didn't though mm-hmm. until someone brought it up, mm-hmm. and I think we all would be would um, would embrace mm-hmm. the reality that mm-hmm. we have a honey hole that For we sure. keep going back to For sure. yeah. worship, faith, yeah. the miraculous, mm-hmm. or discipleship, mm-hmm. authority.
0: And no doubt different ministers have their niche, right? For sure. You know,
1: yep. stand them up in the middle of the night and they can talk about.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get uh, Bishop Floyd Odom to come to your church. You <clears> want him <them throat> to talk about theology and oh man, who Jesus was. and Absolutely. You
1: know, Absolutely. He's always
0: like, very disorganized with his approach. <laughs> yeah. You notice that? Oh, You notice that? Oh, yeah.
1: So two of those topics are um, what we're, we're, we're going to talk about, and really one more than the other. Mm-hmm. But both of these tie into a broader mm-hmm. discussion um, that we're going to be having over the next few minutes. But how, how long has it been since you heard a message about hell?
0: Oh, man. My pastor don't preach about it. See? Yeah. <laughs> I actually hey. heard hey. a
1: message. Hey. What? His pastor preached about this a while ago, but he just chose not to be there. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. I was going to say, I just well, heard this. Well. So your pastor
0: preached about it? Well. Yeah. Was you out pastoring yourself? Well. I was actually trying to go pastor another church. <sighs> trying to. You and, know. and how'd that go? I know what your style would be. I had be. a great weekend away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what your style would be if you were a pastor. Oh, yeah? Full bore rant. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for that. I appreciate compliments and friends. I do. Yes,
1: yes.
2: Uh, mm.
0: So how would you define hell? Mm. Uh, Hot. Yeah.
1: You know, we've heard about the lake of fire, Mm -hmm. eternal damnation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you've raised one already, a common misconception. is Yeah hell is the lake of fire, but mm-hmm. you know that hell will be cast mm-hmm. into the lake of fire.
0: Yeah. So other things I've heard, you know, it's like, well, that's where bad people go, right?
1: Mm-hmm. It wasn't um, created for me.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It was created for angels. Yeah. And the devil. The borders are expanding.
1: Yep. Um, hell, he had to put hell into a renovation program to make it fit for humanity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hell is enlarging itself. Mm. So, um, I, th- I think I think of, uh, uh, at, at the start we need to make sure that we address a societal uh, and maybe even sadly mainstream ideology. There there is a there's a noted recording artist that uh, <laughs> left the rails on the discussion of heaven and hell. Mm. If you know, you know. Um, where where hell is presented. As maybe a state of mind, Mm -hmm. rather than an actual, an actual place, and a a common, a common. uh, Try this on. Have you heard this? How could Mm -hmm. a loving God send people Mm -hmm. to a place of eternal damnation? He Mm -hmm. couldn't do it like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the premise of of that statement is entirely wrong because we all have to embrace the fact that we are sinners and yep. and that fact the wages of sin is death that fact means that each of us have hell to pay right yes none right. of us deserve heaven that's right none of us so that that takes that argument and flips it on its ear so to speak when, for sure then why would God send me there the question is really how could how could I escape it who am I who who, yep. who am I that God would give me a pass absolutely right to escape eternal damnation mm-hmm. so heaven exists mm-hmm. and hell exists they are eternal destinations mm-hmm that based on the decisions that you make in time, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you you determine where you will spend eternity. You guys have heard me make this statement repeatedly, but if if I have to experience hell, I would rather experience hell in time rather than eternity. So if I have to go through something in life that would be described as hell on earth, Mm. I know that's a bit cliche-ish, but we're going through hell on earth, then don't stop there. Mm. Go through there. right? And as long as you can measure the hell that you are in with the the ticking of a clock, Mm -hmm. you got a deal.
0: That's right. That's that old Ron Cannoli song. If you're going through hell, don't stop. Ah. you Remember that? Yes. That's super old. Boy, I'm dating myself. Yes, you are. That was, <laughs> who wrote this? When? Ron Cannoli, You before you were born. Yeah. If you're going through Hell, Don't Stop. I want to say that's like, I cut my teeth on gospel music when I was a wee little child listening to Ron Cannoli. Wow.
1: Yeah. <coughs> that's really, probably. Early you remember the, the, man, we could just have fun talking about that. Mm. Remember the album he put out with Abraham Laboreal? The bass guitar player?
0: I don't know. Pretty good. Oh. Yeah. I remember Ron Cannoli welcome. That guy had hands that long, man. He would just beat the
1: fire (laughs) out of that bass guitar. Yeah. So um hell could be described as a number of things. Let's let's read um read a a bit about it and see if we can't pull. A little fresh understanding on these two destinations. Mm-hmm. You want to go to Luke? Um, no, let's actually let's let's actually. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. go to Luke. All right. Yeah, so, let's start there. And there were also two. <clears throat> so
0: we're going in Luke uh, 23 verse 32. And there were also two other male factors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the male factors one on the right hand and the other on the left. And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on him, saying, "If thou be the Christ." save thyself and us. Mm -hmm. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost
1: thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? That baffles me that that someone could rail Mm -hmm. on their answer that close Mm -hmm. to salvation and Mm -hmm. still be attacking it. Mm -hmm. And we indeed
0: justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. Yes. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So today thou shalt be with me
2: mm-hmm.
1: in paradise. Matthew, can, can you read yep. that account yep. in Matthew?
0: Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land unto the ninth hour.
1: Three hours of darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Luke's rendition of this says it was a darkness. Mm-hmm it was a unique darkness. It wasn't just an absence of sunlight, but there was an evil damnation Mm -hmm. that was associated with the darkness of Calvary. The darkness that Jesus Christ was in for three hours that settled over the earth was a unique darkness. All right. And about the ninth hour,
0: Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Sorry for all those folks out there who can say that better than me. That is to say, my God, my God,
1: why hast thou forsaken me? So there's two elements here that we're going to be pulling both heaven and hell from. And the first one is, I believe, one of the chief defining terms of what hell is, is forsakenness. Hmm. Why? Hast thou forsaken me? That's what he was feeling, He was feeling it, Mm -hmm. okay? And the other chief identifying element of the other eternal destination, which is heaven, is identified by togetherness. Now, hear hear me out on this. We spend a lot of time identifying heaven and hell by elements, and we're going to look quickly at those, fire, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to revisit what hell really is and what heaven really is. Mm -hmm. Hell is isolation, forsakenness, abandonment, and heaven is togetherness forever, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: beyond separation. No separation, okay? So this this starts at the beginning of the book. When you start looking at the creation of mankind in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve— God knew what it was like to be alone, so he created man in his own image. Then he looked at man who was reflecting his own image and said, it is not good for man to be alone. alone." Mm -hmm. So he made, he said, I I don't want you to experience what I experienced, so I'm going to make you a helpmeet. And he created woman to be the helpmeet for the man, for him to have a relationship with someone of his kind. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. When you look at the Garden of Eden, it it really can be described by a number of things: lush, uh, a, a paradise, mm-hmm. a a perfect uh, climate-controlled environment, peace that reigns, dominion that's there, interaction between humanity and uh, the beast that were there, the lion and the lamb laying mm-hmm. down together. All of these, mm-hmm. but really, one of the chief identifying attributes of what made the Garden the Garden was the fact that man was together with God. Mm -hmm. In the cool of the day, they walked together. Sin was what introduced separation. Sin brought in the chasm that began to affect the relationship that Adam and Eve had with God. And by extension we see it affecting Adam and Eve's relationship, Mm. right? So togetherness, when you lose togetherness between humanity and divinity, it begins to affect togetherness, humanity to humanity. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the little pyramid that has God at the top and a husband and a wife at the bottom corner. And the closer that the husband and the wife get to God at the top of the pyramid, the closer they get together. You cannot allow distance to come between you and God without it affecting every other human relationship that you have. Okay? So then they are sent out of the garden. They disobey. They eat the fruit. Separation comes in. Mm -hmm. I I would venture to say that what they missed, more than the fruit, more than... All of the uh, accoutrements of the garden was the cool of the day. You know it. Hmm. We know that God missed it, but I'm going to submit to you that Adam and Eve missed it. That separation, they felt the effect of sin. To not B, now understanding that we already cleared up that heaven and hell are literal places, you do experience them on earth. I would venture to say not being able to be together with God in the cool of the day was probably as close to hell on earth Hmm. that Adam had ever experienced. So, let's look at Luke 16. you can't you can't you can't rush through that because there is a key element right there the 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 bagger died and was carried mm-hmm. the rich man died and was buried mm-hmm. based on how you live mm-hmm. determines on whether you're carried absolutely. or whether you're buried absolutely right I want to live so that I can get out uh, hey I want to live so that I can be like Enoch mm-hmm. and he can dispatch mm-hmm Yes. A chariot to carry me to paradise. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I'd Mm -hmm. rather not be buried. Thank you very much.
0: All right, read on. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments. Plural. Yeah, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom.
1: So you're in hell. Mm -hmm. You're in torments, plural. Mm -hmm. You have eyesight.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, read. And he cried and said... Father Abraham, have mercy on me, Mm. and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Wow. And Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime... Son,
1: remember.
0: mm -hmm. So
1: you have memory Mm -hmm. in hell. Mm -hmm. Thou
0: receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented.
1: The roles have reversed.
0: And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, mm. so that they which would pass from hence mm. to you cannot.
2: Mm.
1: Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. The request, you notice, you notice the chasm of separation there? Mm. Oh, the yeah. request was for mercy. Father Abraham, have mercy on me. The chasm, the gulf that is fixed between between Father Abraham and that place called hell is so vast that even mercy can't get across it. Hmm. Hell is a place that is merciless. Wow. You only have access to mercy before you go to hell when he's there <clears throat> and here here's 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 the the support for why I said at the beginning that really hell can be defined as a place of forsakenness and mm-hmm. abandonment
2: mm-hmm.
1: that that when you are in hell the gulf that is fixed is such that separates you from those you love from the mercy that you crave from the elements that you need to help you cope with the the inferno that you're in, a drop of water. Mm -hmm. But it's not so vast that you can't see across it. And here you have him in a place of isolation, separation, abandonment, and forsakenness, lifting up his eyes and seeing Father Abraham with the poor man in his cradling him mm. in paradise. And from a place of isolation, he can observe togetherness. Yeah, that's that's that adds to the punishment, doesn't it? <laughs> that's hell, brother. Without the flames, that'd be hell.
0: Yeah. It's like letting you eat the cake and I just gotta sit here and watch you eat. Absolutely. It. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So what is hell? Is it the sulfur? Is it the is it the flames? Mm. Is it the haunting tormenting memories of all of the opportunities that you didn't take advantage of? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's all of that. But really that chief tormenting element is the fact that you are separated. A great gulf. You are separated. Mm. Now, let's talk about heaven.
0: All right people may listen more to this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: John 14. If you if you cheated um, through the last half and used the little skip 15 <laughs> second button? Yeah. Yeah. Hell's a place you don't want to go. It's a place of forsakenness. Mm-hmm. So while you're still in time, make sure you, you you make the decisions you need to make. So after you just described all that,
0: here I thought all this time hell was just being on an airplane and you know, having no leg room, having no leg room, or trying <laughs> to get off—it is so close. Pretty much that, isn't it? Uh, it's <laughs> right there. Yeah, or getting the wrong drink at Starbucks. Yeah. Here, I thought that was m- me going through hell. You know. Yeah. You changed my definition. Thank you, Pastor.
1: Yes. Well, okay, you, let, let me come back to this just for a moment. You notice what he, what, what he was requesting. He wanted. Mm-hmm. He wanted that connection back.
0: Yeah, absolutely right.
1: Can you send somebody?
0: Mm-hmm. Can you send somebody? He wasn't asking for his money. No, right? No. This guy fared sumptuously.
1: Yeah, right. It's yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just want. I, I don't think we can fully grasp the weeping and the gnashing of teeth mm-hmm. and the, the blackness of isolation that hell will be. And I'm sure we have. I know this was a heavy topic. Man, I don't want to go there. This
0: passage has always been troubling to me. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think it's the fact that we always think there's more time. Mm -hmm. We live in time. Mm -hmm. And what always comes to mind when I think of this scripture, even as a kid, I would think of Noah and the Ark. And when that door shut. Yes. They can't get in. Absolutely. Time's run out. Mm-hmm. very true very true man alright John 14 you ready to flip the coin let's flip the coin let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions
1: uh, you sure that doesn't
0: say will be oh fair point hmm
1: so if it were it, not so what so what he's saying is if like it were, right now
0: if it were not so if it were not so yeah and what was the year that he said this in yeah exactly interesting point right yes I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Oh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I've 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 mistakenly read that mm-hmm. to mean he's going to build my mansion. All right, but he clearly identifies the fact that the mansions already exist.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, when you look at that word mansions, there. Uh, it it doesn't mean some sprawling estate <laughs> it literally means rooms all right so there are many many rooms in this place called heaven that he has already like arbitrarily constructed
0: so these rooms are like places where we could like get together you know
1: is that what that well is? <laughs> well maybe <laughs> okay say on and if I, I go, go to prepare a place for, for you. you. That's right. So the place that I'm going to prepare is not the mansion. Exactly. That's already prepared. So we cannot confuse what is already constructed with what is going to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Read on.
0: And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Yes. And receive you unto myself. Yes. That where I am, oh. there ye may be also. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Oh. Oh, mm-hmm. so how many times do we confuse what he's already done with what he is going to do? You're right, yeah. The mansions are there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going through, I don't know if you've ever done this. I have a, a time or two gone through and looked at prefab homes. Yes, yes. Yes, I have done that. You know, you're kind of, I don't know, I guess you don't kick the tires on a home, but <laughs> you're 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 checking out this home. It's already constructed, but it's not yours. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right? Yep. You don't walk in and throw your feet up on the counter. And that's, right. that's not yours. It's yeah. there, but it's not yours. Mm. So those of you that built have built new homes, there's a difference between it being constructed and it being prepared. The preparation takes it from being a house to a home. You construct a home, a house, but you prepare a home. Mm-hmm. So he is there preparing it for me now. Yeah. It's 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 mine. Mm-hmm. It's mine. Okay. He goes on to describe this place in in numerous places throughout scripture, but John, the revelator describes it at the conclusion of the book Mm -hmm. in the 21st chapter. And, and we we don't have to read the whole thing, but I want to pick our way down through that 21st chapter and, and, and start at the first verse and let's just Make our way quickly through there.
0: All right. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah. First heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is
1: with men, Mm. and he will dwell with them. There it is. And he will dwell with them. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. And they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them.
1: Yes. And be their God.
0: Yes. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, uh. neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Ah.
1: No more death, no more, which, which what is death? Separation. The extension of that is sorrow and weeping and crying, and mm. all of that has gone away. Mm. Why? Because we are with him. Right. Absolutely. That's right. We are with him. We are dwelling with him. All right? He goes on to say that he is carried away into a high mountain, showed the great city that's coming down, and he begins describing the light that emanates out of her as like a stone that's most, more, most precious, a jasper stone, clear as crystal walls. He's describing the 12 gates. He's describing the 12 angels, the names that are written on the gates, which are from the 12 tribes of Israel. He mm-hmm. describes the 12 foundations which bears the names of the 12 apostles. This thing is both for Israel and the church. Heaven is an all-encompassing place. Mm-hmm. It lies 4 square. It is 1500 miles square. Okay? He's describing the pure gold that goes down the main street of the city mm-hmm. as it were transparent glass. There's an element of heaven meant and we could hunker down on all of these. There's an element to the gold in heaven that is unique from the gold that we experience here. Mm-hmm. The gold in heaven is going to be so pure that you see through it mm-hmm. as transparent glass. Mm. The elements and, and the terms that the, that the writer uses to describe this place called heaven is, is repeatedly a, emphasizing a place of balance. Twelve gates, twelve symmetry. foundations. Yep, that's right. Right, yep. fifteen hundred miles square. Yep, mm-hmm. the 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 tree that has twelve kinds of fruit mm-hmm. that, is, that that are for the healing of the nations. The crystal clear. So there's symmetry there. There's balance there. The old, the new. The old covenant, the new covenant. Everything is balanced there. Then another element that he continually ties in is purity. Mm-hmm. It's like crystal. That is pure. The pearls. Now, I want to tell you a gate composed of one pearl, <laughs> that's a pearl, brother. Yeah. That's a pearl. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of these things are elements that we can and have described heaven as. Right. The gold on the street that runs through it is transparent glass. There is no night there. Mm hmm for the lamb is the light. You know, the purity and transparency of heaven is such that there's no shadows there. Wherever the light emanates, it permeates. Mm -hmm. And the recesses of heaven aren't even shadowy. The far-flung corners of heaven, because of the transparency of the elements that comprise that city, are such that light permeates it. There is no hypocrisy there. There's no hidden agendas there. It is a place of purity. Mm -hmm. Okay? All of that's great. What a place. What a place. Walls of jasper, gates of pearl, gold. What a place. But the reality is, Mm -hmm. all of that, all of that was for one purpose. That's right. Why did he prepare that place? Why did he use the elements that he used? Mm. Why the gates? Why the symmetry? Why the crystal river? Why all of the types and shadows of what it was in the garden? Because that's really what we're getting back. Yep. The tree of life. We're getting it back. The river that flows for the healing of the nations. Why, why are we there? Why is there no more curse there? I mean, mm. he specifically says there's no more curse there. Why that? all of that is there for this reason that where i am there ye may be also hmm. what good is a street of gold if you don't have him oh my what Man. what good so is a pearl that's yeah. so massive that we've never even begun to imagine what that would have look would look like but what what's the good of a gate of a solid single pearl if he's not on the other side of the gate. Absolutely right. The purpose of heaven Mm. is togetherness. It's not about pursuing streets of gold. Listen, if we don't understand that this thing is not about the gold and the pearls and the jasper and all all of those elements, and they are great ancillary pieces to what make heaven what it is, then we will be pulled off track now by gold and Jasper and precious ointments. And, yeah. and 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 we'll be, we'll be lured by those things that will pull us from togetherness. I was just
0: going to mention that this rich guy probably had most of this stuff. Sure he did. Right? Sure he did, but he didn't have togetherness. And he didn't, he didn't stand there between that golf and say, man, I wish I had a pile of gold right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What does the Bishop always say about, you know, and, um, uh, and you know, there's memes about rich people and poor people going the same six foot hole, blah blah blah. But you know, he said, It'd "Be pretty lonely, laying on a bed of money."
1: Boy, isn't it? Yeah. Don't have, you don't yeah. have
0: your family around you. You don't have. It's pretty hard for a presence of God.
1: It's pretty hard for a thousand dollar bill to wipe your sweaty brow. Yeah. There's got to be somebody there.
0: Well, to, and another whole episode we could talk about, you know, the reasons why people get depressed it's usually prosperity, right?
1: Yeah, because their prosperity drives them to isolation. Exactly. I don't know if right. our
0: audience has read the, the Jordan Peterson write-up about suicide and how he says that prosperity is probably the number one contributor to suicide. When you look at statistics from underdeveloped countries, they don't struggle with suicide like we do. Right.
1: We're the people that I have I've read stories about billionaires. They are the yeah. loneliest people because Absolutely. they automatically begin Absolutely. second guessing everybody. Yeah. Right? Yep. Everybody's trying to every relationship mm. that is formed with them has an intent, or that that's how they perceive it. Yeah. The poor, so their prosperity drives them into isolation. The
0: poor guy isn't making big losses on the stock market. No. <laughs> no. Struggling with no, the bag lady <laughs> is quite yeah.
1: quite content to share whatever she's got right. in a little side.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. The value is man. The value is being together with him. Wow.
1: Forever. Wow. No more going to church and entering the presence of God and the glory of God and then having to leave it. (laughs) Yeah. Together. Forever. Yeah.
0: Forever. All right, let's put the brakes on for a second. Let's enter the subscriber zone. This is where we need to stop and ask you to subscribe. If you're not subscribing... What are you doing? After two years of podcasting and you being exposed to premium content, it's time for you to subscribe.
1: Oh, you're losing the mood, music. Yeah, I asked them to cut the music because I'm. You did?
0: Yeah, I need this connection just for a second. There's more, it's like a dramatic pause. Are we alone? Are we okay? Or is there people actually listening? Listen, you have to subscribe. Okay, so you already subscribed? Cool. Have you left us a review and a rating? On Apple Podcasts, like Bob did today. Bob's amazing. Be Um, like Bob. If you've already done that. Be like Bob. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Be like Bob. Remember that episode (laughs) we did? Yes. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, One more thing you could do to help us out, head over to Facebook, leave us a rating on our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, All of that stuff helps us beat the nasty algorithms that suppress our content into the basement. Um, So that's it. Just tell
1: somebody else about us. That's,
0: That's yeah. Uh, You know, there'll be another GOAT Bible giveaway coming up in the new year, and we'd hate for you to miss out on that. So um, get on board with us. Thank you for listening. Uh, Support is off the charts. You know, we were actually talking, and we'll probably talk at the end of the year about this. Uh, But we've literally doubled our audience this year.
1: Um, Doubled, and yeah, and, and then some. Yeah. 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 So... Pretty amazing. It's great. Um, thank you for being with us. Thank you, you for sharing your time with us.
0: Now back to Pastor McKillop on Kingdom Speak. Wow. Is that the best radio voice you've got? Uh, today it is. Okay. That's all I have today. Okay.
1: So this whole discussion of, of isolation versus togetherness, forsakenness mm-hmm. being the earmark of hell, mm-hmm. togetherness being the identifier of heaven, how how oft, take this now, to the weeping cry of Jesus looking at Jerusalem, not the new Jerusalem coming down hmm. out of heaven, but the literal earthly Jerusalem. And what is the cry?
0: Yeah, togetherness.
1: How oft. Yeah, absolutely. How oft I would have gathered you mm-hmm. together, yep. mm-hmm, but you would not. Here is, here is a fact. Sin, as we've already stated from the beginning, it has an element to it that, that, that separates you. It causes you to withdraw. Mm. How many remember the message? Do you guys remember the message Bishop preached about the clarion call of sin? I don't. What is the clarion call of sin? Leave me alone.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Leave me alone. Leave us alone. Why are you here? Mm -hmm. before our time, right? Right? Sin wants to be left alone because that is the end result of sin, Mm -hmm. is death. And it knows the power of togetherness. And so the the desire for togetherness will cause you that separation that you feel between you and Jesus Christ and that separation that can literally trickle down to being a separation from brethren, Mm From from the family of God, when that happens to you, that is what will cause you to make the hard decisions that you otherwise may not have, may not have made. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling distance between me and God. I'm feeling distance between me and the church, the family of God, my brethren, mm-hmm. my family. I'm feeling that distance. So I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring the lust of the flesh under control. I am going to, I'm gonna get a hold of that nature that I have. Of, of just spouting off and blowing up and and i'm, I'm going to get that under control yeah. why because i don't like that that shadowy may we even use a, a strong word here um, damning demonic region that mm-hmm. that is driving me into it's mm-hmm. it's it's sending me to hell on earth I, nobody wants to hang around me nobody wants to be around me because i'm just Out of control. So I am going to get control of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to repent. I'm going to get right with God. I want that togetherness back. When that togetherness returns, productivity begins to compound. You are worth a whole lot more together than you are apart.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of our biggest episodes that resonated with our audience this year was when we talked about fellowship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We need mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And we talked at that time, if you haven't listened to it, go back and look it up. But We talked about what would happen if we looked for reasons to get together uh, instead of reasons to separate. Right. You know? Right. Okay.
1: So let's let's talk about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. We have an anointed prophet by the name of Elijah who who... Jesus is mistakenly identified as. So we're not we're not just talking about some upstart here. Mm-hmm. Elijah has a an encounter on, on the top of Mount Carmel that is still one of the most riveting supernatural uh displays. Oh my yeah. Right? Calls fire down from heaven, then calls rain down from heaven. Nobody talks about the rain in conjunction with the fire. Mm -hmm. Brother called fire and water. Mm -hmm. From the same place. From the same place. I just want to tell you, man, Elijah was operating at quite a level. Yeah. If
0: you think that was rigged, let me just do one more thing to show you. Yeah, (laughs) on the way out.
1: (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. This is quite literally the pinnacle. Mm Mm-hmm did you get that? Yeah. Of Elijah's ministry. Hmm. Okay. He is confronting 450 prophets of Baal. He is confronting the political system of the day. He's confronting the religious system of the day. And he's confronting backslidden Israel, all in one service, one message, just pow. Okay. He leaves that moment and runs for his life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you find him tucked away in the dark recesses of a cave, really struggling with suicide. Mm-hmm. How do you go from the pinnacle of success, mm-hmm. spiritual success, to the depths of spiritual despondency mm-hmm. in that 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 short amount of time? Mm. And the contributing element to it was that he thought he was alone. Exactly right. And the spirit of Jezebel was out to communicate to him that I'm going to get you, you're by yourself. You're not by yourself. You just killed 450 prophets of Baal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? God visits him there, a display of fire, a display of wind, a display of the earthquake, rending the rocks, and then a still small voice. And the still small voice basically says, what are you you doing here?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? I am with you, and there are 7,000 that have never bowed a knee. Mm. 7,000. Okay? Elijah gets a solution from God to prevent him from from being sucked back into the doldrums of this depressed state. Mm-hmm. And that solution was not calling fire from heaven. And that solution was not calling rain from heaven. And that solution was not scraping the bottle of, bottom of an empty barrel and it just never running out of a meal. That solution was not ravens flying in food. That solution was a human relationship that needed to be forged. hmm go find elisha and you make sure that you're never alone again yeah,
0: that's right exactly yeah
1: so maybe so
0: maybe saying all that maybe the pinnacle of our walk with god is not always
1: the fire and it's not it's right? really those relationships that help keep us from slumping into the doldrums of despair
0: it provides a great context right of you know you can't live at conference no you can't live absolutely right you can't live there absolutely so, so enjoy the ride right get and everything out of it destroy the enemy
1: <laughs> how many times cuz we never hear again that he that 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 he that he gets in this kind of a funk again never never how many times did elisha that's not recorded walk into the room And pick up, boy, Elijah's under the weight of it today. Mm. Elisha looks at him and says, we're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Mm -hmm. I don't believe just the presence of Elisha kept Elijah from ever struggling with it again. Mm -hmm. I think Elisha's presence helped Elijah when he struggled with it again so that he didn't end up in the cave. And that's what fellowship's all about, isn't it? That is what it's all about. Yeah. Well, what if we don't agree on everything? <laughs> what if we don't see eye to eye on everything? <laughs> so, you'd rather be alone in a cave struggling with killing yourself? This, there, okay. Ouch. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Elijah, here we go. Elijah was in better shape Uh-oh. with 450 prophets of Baal than he was in a cave all by himself. Ooh, incoming, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was a whole lot better for Elijah on top of the mountain facing opposition. The presence of opposition is better yeah. than an absence of anything. Opposition's better than isolation. Yes,
0: yeah, so you're better off in a debate
1: than in a cave. Yes. <laughs> because it keeps the fight alive in you. Yeah. You know, we don't have to see eye to eye on everything. No, absolutely. And disclaimer, alert here we're not talking. Those fundamentals that make us who we are, Mm -hmm. but but Elisha really helped Elijah stay out of that.
0: Man, that's where it's at, isn't it?
1: We need each other. Yeah, we are worth a whole lot more together. If one can put a a thousand to flight, Mm -hmm. two can put ten thousand to flight. Elijah and Elisha were a wrecking ball.
0: Well, yeah. And as a, as a saint, you can always think, well, if I never get to call fire down from heaven, then I'm, I'm at a a second tier of person. You know,
1: this is another discussion, right? But Elisha, the role of Elisha, the Bible identifies him. Mm -hmm. We need to do this an episode Mm -hmm. on this as a prophet Mm -hmm. to Elijah. Mm -hmm. He never stood on the stage. Very interesting. While Elijah was alive and preached the Mm -hmm. conferences, but he stood on a personal stage Mm -hmm. and made sure that the prophet that did stand on Israel's stage didn't Mm -hmm. throw in the towel. Thank God for Elijah. That is a bonus episode. Yeah. So togetherness versus isolation, heaven versus hell, Mm -hmm. Um, Elijah was fighting hell in that cave. Wow. He was fighting hell. Who you join yourself with really does matter. Um, uh, How can two walk together except they be agreed? Fellowship demands compromise. We've said that on previous episodes. If you're going to stay together, you have to be able to adjust the gait of your walk to match who you are walking with. It is Mm -hmm. impossible to walk together unless you are agreed. So who you join yourself with is fundamentally important. Definitely. And we see this in the story of the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. The prodigal son abandoned his relationship with his father and joined himself, Mm -hmm. joined himself to a citizen of a far country. So he left this relationship no longer walking in harmony with this relationship. And he joined himself with this relationship. Okay? You need to think long and hard about walking away from righteous relationships and embracing the citizens of this world. Because those relationships never last. There there is a togetherness. Let me say it that way. Mm -hmm. There is a togetherness that will end up ultimately in isolation. He joined himself to the citizen of the country. But when he hit rock bottom, nobody was there. He was by himself. So that relationship was a fair weather relationship, if yeah, you will. there was
0: no still small voice for him right. to say, hey, man. Right. Right. So who you join yourself he together actually, with? He actually had to come to himself.
1: Ugh. Right? Wow. On your own, man. Wow. <sighs> Scary. And when he went back... The father had a prepared place for him. Mm-hmm. In the father's house was many Come mansions. Come on into the room. <laughs> I have your room, room ready. That's right. So if you've wandered from God and you happen to be a backslider that just stumbled on this episode, listen, if you look over your left shoulder and your right shoulder and you see nothing but pigs, mm-hmm. there's still a prepared place for you in the father's house. That's right. Make your way back home. Come on
0: back for some pulled pork. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Actually, it was brisket because it was a calf. It Good wasn't, point. Yeah. He Good left point. the pulled pork for the brisket. Good Which point. I would pick it every time. I yep. would take brisket every time. Filet? Yeah. 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 We can eat brisket together. Not beef ribs, but I'd take a tomahawk steak. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness, man.
1: Hallelujah. Whew.
0: Heaven on earth. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, how can we wrap this up? Oh, man. I don't
0: know if you have any other content. Do you have anything left? I uh, don't, yeah. Let's, let's see if we can scrounge. I'm out, I'm out of pages here.
1: Let's <laughs> scrounge. Oh so, yeah. So, what Jesus was experiencing on Calvary. Mm-hmm. Calvary was not just a sideshow. Calvary really is the culmination of everything. Mm. The cross really is the intersection of forsakenness and togetherness. And the decisions that are made at Calvary ultimately determine heaven or hell, Mm -hmm. eternal separation or eternal togetherness. Jesus, who knew no sin, became sin for every one of us. And during that transformative process, he began to experience the wages of that sin, which ultimately led to the cessation of life. Death is the is the wage of sin. But the journey to death goes through the the, the haunting domains of forsakenness. Mm. He is suspended between heaven mm-hmm. and earth. His mama can't help him. The disciples that remain can't help him, and the majority had forsaken him. Mm-hmm. He's wrongly accused. Okay? In that place, he lifts up his voice as he feels the abandonment of even his own father. Father, why hast thou forsaken me? He is, listen now, we we, we referenced this at the beginning. But it's not just dark at Calvary. Right. It is dark a darkness that has descended upon Calvary. Could it be that he is experiencing at that moment of forsakenness, of abandonment, of isolation, Mm. and of unique darkness? Is he experiencing outer darkness at that moment? Mm. He's not in the lake of fire. He's, he's, he's He's not in the sulfur and the brimstone, and the, hmm. but he's abandoned mm-hmm. and he's isolated and he's all alone and he's in a torment that is unlike any other torment. And he's in a position of darkness that cannot be rivaled by any darkness except hell itself.
2: Hmm.
1: And from that position of forsakenness, one of the thieves looked at him and said I have a, I, 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 I need some mercy hmm. he, he made he made the same plea that the rich man made but he made it on the rock on the right side of, of eternity yeah he made it on the right side of the gulf that is fixed
0: you know I heard I don't even remember where I've heard this but somebody said this story is a great example To show you that deathbed repentance is only a 50-50 gamble.
1: Uh, Wow.
0: Not from the perspective of Jesus. If the other guy would have asked and had his heart in the right place, he could have got the same thing. Right? Wow. But if you're
1: waiting to... Wow. it's always amazing, right? I want to tell you something. I don't want to wait till my deathbed, no, but here Lord. is a little advice if you find yourself in that position. Yeah. Don't rail. <laughs> there's, there's, two here, right?
0: there's two options here, <laughs> Plead.
1: There's two options here. Plead. Plead. And Jesus, from the position of forsakenness, mm-hmm. yeah, responded he was, with... He was going through it. Brother. And he yeah. still had the... From hell. Yep. He literally said... Today. That's right. You will be with me. With me mm-hmm. in paradise. And that's what's going to make it paradise, man. It's not yeah. the gold, it's not that's the right. pearls. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. it's, not, it's not the tree of life. It's not. No, yeah. no, no, no. no. Yeah. You're going to be with me. Yeah. You are going to be with me, and that is heaven. And yeah. at the intersect of Calvary, he left the the, the re the, the thief mm. was ushered from the despair. Regions of forsakenness and was ushered into eternal togetherness. From hell to heaven. Just like that. Just like that. You, 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 you don't, you don't want to miss those moments. You want to make it to Calvary because Calvary is that hallowed space where you can go from forsaken together in a moment.